Welcome to Forward, formerly known as Faith Football Friends. We're here today to talk about uh, Jordan Peterson's book, The Twelve Rules for Life, which is the antidote for chaos, which is a little subtitle to his book. Uh, We're going to talk about each one of these rules in their own uh, episode. Uh, Jordan Peterson is a guy who uh, is a professor and psychologist and um, counselor, and he's a very smart guy. He got very popular over the past couple of years. Uh, He's written a couple of books. Uh, The 12 Rules for Life is the one we're going to be focusing on, and uh, Jordan Peterson, again, he's a smart guy, but he's not someone we are going to agree with. Uh, in every aspect of life. You know, he's not necessarily someone uh, we would invite to speak at our uh, churches, but yet um, he's definitely a guy that we have a lot to learn from. And so we're going to try to uh, look at what it is we can learn from rule number one. So Cole, why don't you tell us about the lobsters? The lobsters. So obviously rule number one, stand up straight with your shoulders back. You want to be confident. There's something uh, good to go with standing up straight and not slouching your shoulders or keeping your head down. So the lobsters. We have a very similar nervous system to lobsters. Our brains and our circuitry is actually very similar. What we found out about lobsters or what scientists have found out about lobsters is they're very territorial. So they go on the bottom of the ocean and Male lobsters, much like humans today, they can compete for females. And these male lobsters, if they ever get in a a fight, like now they they don't have an arm or they don't have a leg or, you know, they, they die and it doesn't even matter who won. So fighting isn't very good. Fighting is not recommended. So instead, what lobsters do is they have this contest of who can stand and take up the most amount of space, who can look the most confident, and they actually size each other up based off of this. So they, they're standing up, who's taller, who looks bigger? Okay, we're not gonna fight. You can have this new territory that keeps you away from predators. And it just so happens that whichever male lobster has the best territory, that's where all the female lobsters flock to. So this is something they want. Well, sometimes the lobsters do fight. After they fight, however, the losing lobster is no longer going to stand up straight anymore. The losing lobster is no longer confident, and the losing lobster is hunched over. Anytime there's a dispute over territory with another male lobster, they will always give in, even if they're the bigger lobster. But what's interesting is if you take a defeated lobster and you pump it full of the hormone serotonin, the very same hormone that people with anxiety are given, then that lobster will be the most confident lobster on the block. That lobster will, once defeated, well, now it will stand up straight and it will compete for territory again. Well, as it turns out, humans are very much like this. A defeated human, you pump serotonin in them, as we just said, and a human will will stand up straight and be confident again. But the reverse is also true. If we simply just stand up straight with our shoulders back, even though we don't feel like doing it, 
even though it's hard, it just so happens that we will have more serotonin or we will be happier, we will be more confident, and we will be less defeated. It's much like forcing yourself to smile when you're sad. You know, it's been proven that if you force yourself to smile, you actually will be happier. Even if it's just a little bit, if you force yourself to smile in that instance, you will be happier. So it seems like what you're kind of saying is, is that standing up straight is like a good starting point almost. You know, like it's a, if you're in a bad mood, like smiling is a good starting point to start having a good to be in a good mood. And so likewise, if you're feeling down, standing up straight is a good starting point. Yes. Yes. Jordan takes it a, a step farther and he says that failing to actually lift yourself back up and have good posture can and sometimes does cause you to spiral out of control because life is devastating. Life is chaotic. And as the book implies, this is an antidote to chaos. I want to read a quote from Jordan Peterson and this book and this rule. And he says, but standing up straight with your shoulders back is not something that is only physical because you're not only a body, you're a spirit, so to speak, a psych as well. Standing up physically also implies and invokes and demands standing up metaphysically. Standing up means voluntarily accepting the burden of being. Your nervous system responds in an entirely different manner when you face the demands of life voluntarily. You respond to a challenge instead of bracing for a catastrophe. You see the gold the dragon hoards instead of shrinking in terror from the all-too-real fact of the dragon. You step forward to take your place in the dominance hierarchy and occupy your territory manifesting your willingness to defend, expand, and transform it. That can all occur practically or symbolically as a physical or as a conceptual restructuring. Basically, what he's saying here is you will see life differently. Instead of seeing the the terrifying dragon that's going to, to eat you or kill you, instead, when you stand up straight, your mind will look at the possibilities and not the negatives. Your mind will look at the gold you can get instead of what can possibly go wrong with you. And so to wrap this up, that's very much like what people with anxiety experience. People with anxiety focus on all the negatives, all the wrong things that can happen instead of the positives that lie before them. All right. So now something we want to do in every episode is we want to talk about a a rule, at least while we're going through the rules, the 12 rules of Jordan Peterson's. Um, But we want to pull... Uh, kind of some biblical principles and apply them to the rules and see how these rules fit into scripture if there's any uh, correlation or any relevance relevance that's the word relevance there Uh, and so Forrest why don't you talk to us about the biblical relevance of standing up straight with your shoulders back yeah right before we do that I just want to say this kind of reminds me of another principle that I think originates with uh, an author named Jerry Sternin. And Jerry Sternin, and a lot of people have kind of like co-opted this and borrowed this and repeated it, but the concept is it's easier to act your way into a new way of thinking than think your way into a new way of acting. And it's kind of that idea of like putting a smile on your face even when you're not happy. That idea of even if you don't feel confident, walking into a situation like standing straight with your shoulders back. And I think that um, a lot of times we get in these slumps and may not ever get out of them because 
instead of, uh, you know, I will act right when I feel right. But a lot of times we don't feel right because we're not acting right. And sometimes we put the cart before the horse, so to speak. Um, but I do think that by and large, and I think you guys would agree, by and large, this principle does have um, some biblical merit, if you will. And there are some things in the Bible that talk about this kind of attitude, this kind of mindset. But of course, there is a distinction in the Bible that Jordan Peterson doesn't make. And that is we can live this way and act that way and walk straight with our shoulders back, stand up straight with our shoulders back because we are dependent and trusting in God. And of course, that's like the little piece I would say Jordan Peterson rules out, but it's something that nonetheless uh, is super important to remember. So a couple of verses we're going to look at that show this principle, starting in Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1, and we'll read verses 6 through 9. But this is, remember, Moses is dead. Joshua is the new leader. It's this awkward transition of leadership. There's this power vacuum, if you will. Everybody's looking around like, okay, what next? And God here is essentially putting his stamp on Joshua. Like, you are going to lead these people, and you are going to be successful. And God tells him how to do that. Beginning in verse 6, God tells Joshua, Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn uh, from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, obviously, we're not leading the children of Israel into the promised land after the death of Moses. Um, but the application here for us is that when we meditate on God's word and we're careful to obey it, there's no reason for us not to be confident in life. Um, there's no reason for us not to have that kind of calm stillness of success. Because when you look at success from Christian lenses, even failure in Christ is success. Because then, in my weakness, Christ's power is manifested in me the most. So I think uh, there is that added that added element that Jordan doesn't hit on. But I think that uh, we see that in the Bible. Um, and another few other passages going to the New Testament. The next is in 1 Corinthians 16, um, at the very end of one of Paul's lengthiest letters. And in 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13, you know how he often does uh, toward the end of his epistles. He starts giving these like short, super practical little uh, little sayings, if you will. And in verse 13, he says, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. And it's almost just like his last little pep talk before he wraps up the letter. Of course, the next verse is also important. He says, let all you do be done in love. But for our purposes, looking at verse 13 um, and that idea of being watchful, standing firm in the faith, acting like a man and being strong, just like I'm here, I'm ready, I'm ready to face it. I'm ready to, with God's word on my side, do what I have to. And of course, you know, you guys are familiar with the Corinthian correspondence, they had a lot of problems. And he's encouraging the faithful there, like the solution isn't to run away. The solution isn't to slouch and not worry. The solution is to stand firm, act like a man be strong, be courageous. 
Um, so we have that admonition in the New Testament as well. It also reminds me of Ephesians 6.10. This is a verse that's familiar to a lot of people. But again, I think this points to the part that Jordan may have left out, or Dr. Peterson. I don't really know him. Like, we're not on a first-name basis. I don't know why I'm just calling him Jordan. Um, but something that Dr. Peterson kind of missed is, again, we have this strength because of God. In Ephesians 6.10, this is right on the cusp of the discussion of the armor of God, right? And he says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. So again, we can be strong, we can be confident, we can be bold and have that posture in life. But where does that come from? You know, it's more than just ourselves. It comes from it comes from God. And then lastly, First uh, Peter one thirteen, um, and I love this idea. I love this is one of those things in the King James that trip people up. Um, but in the ESV, it says, "Therefore, preparing your minds for action." And being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So that phrase, preparing your minds for action. So in the King James and in the Greek, 1 Peter 1.13 says, girding up the loins of your mind. So the ESV translates that, preparing your minds for action. And uh, that Greek phrase that the King James translates more literally is, you know, before battle or before anything that required a lot of physical activity, men in the first century times and even before wearing these long cloaks you can't really run in those so they'd have to take their clothing hike it up around their legs and tie it off so that they could run so that their legs could have that motion so girding up the loins was like preparing yourself and when peter says gird up the loins of your mind he's saying prepare yourself mentally to be sober-minded and to set your hope fully on the grace that's coming to you through Jesus Christ. So this idea of like going into a situation ready, this idea of day in, day out, I'm ready for whatever's going to come my way. I've prepared my mind. I'm sober-minded. My hope is set in God. Um, and that, I think, goes a long way. Like when you tie all these passages together with Jordan uh, Peterson's rules for uh, his first rule for life, I think that you see, like, especially in Christ, if anybody can take hold of this, I think it's people who have their hope set on Christ because it's not just my own strength. It's not just my own confidence. It's the strength of God and the confidence that God gives me. Wow. There were so many times throughout that where uh, I just wanted to give Forrest an amen. I want to I talk about this stand firm and be a man. Is that what you said? Stand firm and be a man? Some, something along those lines? Act like men. And it's act a... like men. All right. So I'm going to oh. give a story of me in high school. When I was a senior, uh, I thought I was a man. I was a boy. I was a little boy. But I thought I was a man. And uh, me and my buddy were like sneaking out of class. We said we were going to the bathroom or we said we were running some errand, but we were going to, you know, walk the halls, whatever. And my friend was like, uh, dude, I think we should turn around. And I said, dude, be a man. And he made this joke like, uh, I'm just a kid, you know, in a kid voice. And it, it was funny, but there's something about that we see of, and even the text implied just there of being a man means being courageous or girding up your loins of your mind and, and walking into a situation with your, your chest up and your shoulders back and preparing yourself. I enjoyed that for us. Thank you. Yeah, I thought it was a really great point. You took it the direction I think I would have taken it as well. You know, like just the fact that like in Christ we can 
we can stand firm. We can stand up straight no matter the situation. Yeah. And that was actually something uh, I was watching a YouTube video where Jordan Peterson was talking about this uh, first rule. And something that Dr. Peterson pointed out was that this is really the goal of the Christian. Like, because the realization of the cross is that I can stand up in the face of trials. When life gets tough, it's okay because I'm in Christ. And, uh, of course, he wasn't speaking from his own perspective, but he was speaking from the perspective of a Christian. And, and so I think that's absolutely uh, a great point, and I'm so thankful that uh, we, can, we can know that we are in Christ and therefore stand firm, uh, stand up straight, no matter what it is that we're facing. And so as we think about how we want to apply this, uh, my first recommendation is uh, find your superhero. Okay, there is a uh, ver- or there is a scene in Infinity War uh, where Captain America is seen for the first time, and one of the things about that scene that has always impressed me is his posture. If you're familiar with the movie, he is behind a train. The bad guy watches the train goes by, and then he's just looking into darkness, and he throws his spear into darkness. And Captain America just catches the spear, keeps it from hitting him, and then just stands there and glares at the bad guy. But, like, in that moment, like, he is standing so tall. He's standing up so straight in in the face of his adversary. And that's ultimately what we've got to do to life. We've got to just stand up straight and take on life in the tough moments. And so, um, you know, the good way uh, to get in the habit of doing this is to just find a time to stand up straight. Um, You know, it's not something that we think about a lot anymore. You know, we don't give a lot of attention to our posture. I don't think my parents have ever said anything to me about my posture, uh, except for maybe, you know, a few times when... They just randomly decided to for whatever reason. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not it's not a, a point of high uh, focus or high attention. And so uh, we ourselves need to be mindful of it, and we need to give a little bit uh, of focus to it. Something I've been doing the past several days is as I was driving in the car, I was just trying to sit up straight then to kind of just practice uh, the habit of um, keeping my posture great, my shoulders back, uh, just so that you know, I could get in the habit of doing it and I could find a time to intentionally practice it. Um, But then I think what the big important thing for us to realize is that whenever we're feeling down, that's when, like, it needs to be, like, first thing we do is to say, okay, you know what? I can at least sit up straight. Because whenever we just sit up straight, we're we're saying, yeah, life's tough right now, but I know it's going to get better. Whenever we sit up straight, we're saying, yeah, okay, I know life's tough, but I'm still in Christ. And so that kind of gives us the opportunity to kind of regain uh, focus and to kind of changes our perspective. We're no longer looking um, from life from a, a gloom and doom perspective, but rather we're looking at it from a from a hopeful perspective of, you know, what I can do this. I'm going to make it. I'm I'm going to face life because I have the help of Christ. I have the help of the church, and I know that I I know that this is just a season. I know that I can get through it, and so. Um, that is, I think, just a super important thing for us to do. And, and it can become a habit, you know, that whenever we're feeling ourselves being down, 
Like we can create the habit to then straighten up. Uh, and I know this because something I've been doing for um, the past couple of months probably is whenever I've noticed that my, my attitude's kind of been bad or that I've been kind of grumpy, I've made an intentional effort to smile. Um, even if that means I go to bed smiling um, so that my grumpiness doesn't uh, roll over into the next day. Uh, you know, because whenever you smile, positive um, endorphins flow through your through your brain and and that helps you create a, a happier mood. And so uh, I've made that intentional effort to smile whenever I'm grumpy. And if we can do the same thing, if we can stand up straight and let those uh, serotonin levels rise and and remind ourselves that, hey, look, this is going to be OK. This is going to pass. Then uh, we will begin to feel better. And I thought it was really uh, important for us to remember what Forrest brought up about, you know, we need to change the way we act in order to change the way we think, in order to change the way we feel. So uh, that's kind of my recommendations for how to um, to apply this. Find a time to practice it. Uh, maybe in the car driving. Maybe it's while you're on the phone. Maybe it's while you're walking um, for your daily exercise. But find a way, find a time to practice it. And then uh, make it a habit to stand up straight whenever you find yourself in a bad mood or in a low point in life. I think it's worth mentioning, and I think you implied this, Chris, that this is a hard thing to do. This isn't, you're not going to want to do this when it's needed for you to do this. When the weight of the world is is bearing down on your back, it seems, and your shoulders, and you just want to... You want to put your head down and just get through. The last thing you want to do is bear that weight of the world up and raise your shoulders back. Not only is it the last thing you want to do in that moment, but it's also exhausting. Keeping good posture, actually, you're going to work muscles you haven't done in a while. But as we've mentioned in this podcast and in this episode, it is so worth it. That's absolutely true. You know, like just like as soon as I straighten up, like I can tell that I'm I'm using muscles that I haven't used in a while. Like I can tell that like like, okay, this definitely takes more energy. Like I can feel it in my back and stuff. Like it's not, it's not comfortable necessarily, but it does help, help us feel better. Right. And it does give us more confidence and it tells other people that, Hey, I'm confident and I'm going to get through whatever it is I'm going through. Uh, you know, cause, um, the reason why we like relax our posture, the reason that we get, um, down and, and kind of slump whenever we are feeling bad is, is it's a, it's a protective thing, you know, like it's a protective posture, you know, to keep our, our insides, um, from being, um, hurt. And so, you know, like it makes sense that we do it. And so because it makes sense why we would crunch down like that, it makes sense as to why it would be difficult for us to stand up straight, but that doesn't mean that it's not worth doing. Most things that, um, are worth doing are difficult. And so, um, you know, just trying to make that decision to stand up straight whenever you're uh, facing a trial or a bad mood will definitely help you. And the best time to make that decision is when you're in a good mood. You know, if you wait until you're in that difficult situation to decide to stand up straight, then you're going to um, probably struggle to do so. So make the decision now. Decide now to uh, stand up tall whenever you are um, facing a difficulty in life because um, standing up tall in the face of difficulty will just help you overcome that difficulty. We hope that you will continue to strive to grow every single day. Thank you for listening to Forward. 
the Christian Self-Help Podcast. We hope that you will give us a positive review and continue to strive to grow each and every day.